Welcome to College Sports Conversations, presented by the NCAA. I'm Corbin McGuire. November marks the beginning of Native American Heritage Month, and data from the latest NCAA demographics report published in December 2022 show there were 2,169 American Indian student-athletes. One of those individuals is making sure she continues to raise awareness and advocate for all Indigenous women. Rosalie Fish is a cross-country and track and field runner at the University of Washington. During her high school senior track season at Muckleshoot Tribal School in 2019, she raced with a red handprint across her face and MMIW on her right leg to raise awareness for missing and murdered Indigenous women. NCAA correspondent Murphy Jones spoke with Rosalie about her advocacy, her survival of a mental health crisis, and how she uses her voice to give back to her community. How has being a runner impacted your life? Running has given me a platform to represent my community, uh, to represent my identities, especially being an LGBTQ Native American woman. Being an athlete and a runner gives me the space to unapologetically represent these identities and to give people who have the same identities as me someone to look up to and to demonstrate to all Native girls around Washington State and around the country that we belong in college sports. Can you talk about how you have raised awareness for missing Indigenous women and the ways you've impacted your community? Running for missing and murdered Indigenous women and people gives these communities and these families a voice because unfortunately, missing and murdered Indigenous women and violence against Indigenous people has been happening for centuries and we've been neglected and ignored. So by using my platform as an athlete and as a runner, I can help these families feel visible and seen and give our entire community a voice at a bigger platform. Why is it important for student athletes to speak up for mental health awareness? I think almost everybody has an experience with mental health. And even if you don't personally, you know someone who has. There are a lot of stigmas around sports that we have to be our strongest selves, our most impenetrable selves. And speaking up about mental health not only normalizes the fact that we all have some kind of experience with it, but also demonstrates that I can be strong and I can be competitive while still being open and honest about my mental health. What have you personally learned with navigating mental health during your time as a student athlete? I'm really fortunate to go to a university that does invest in mental health resources and who treats mental health disabilities or mental health concerns just as valid as physical health concerns. I experienced one of my first real therapists at the University of Washington, who was very invested in me, who actually diagnosed my disabilities and then helped me connect to disability services. While I've been navigating my mental health, especially at the University of Washington, I've learned that not only is it okay to be me and to acknowledge and even embrace my bipolar disorder and my PTSD, but also the power of being vulnerable with that and the ability that I have to connect with other student athletes and other youth around the country that we can be athletes and we can also be attentive and accepting of our mental health. What has been the impact of sharing your TEDx story on running for missing and murdered Indigenous women? I've seen a bit of an awareness increase within my local area and within my community because even though Indigenous women and Indigenous matriarchs within my area have been speaking about this for generations, 
by adding to the fight and creating a environment where athletes are allowed and able and even encouraged to represent our identities and to represent the concerns that our communities face can be super empowering. I know that the Tulalip Tribal School, which is a school on a Native American reservation about an hour from the University of Washington, they actually had a parent who called me and said that their middle school girls started a cross country team because when they saw me sign my athletic letter of intent to the University of Washington, they told the parent that they didn't know that we could do that. And this is the power of proximity. Wow. That's very powerful. What message pertaining to mental health would you like to leave for the younger generation of athletes? As we have this incredible and strong community of athletes that are coming up, especially in our youth, who are incredibly aware and compassionate, I would say that as much as I've seen these athletes want to be the best selves for their teammates, for their coaches, for their community, I would encourage young athletes to also have that compassion for yourselves. Thinking about your final year at UW, what are your goals? What do you hope to accomplish both on and off the track? As an athlete at the University of Washington and as I'm coming up on my final year, um, this next 2023-2024, I'm hoping to be able to kind of come back from the injuries that I've been facing. I'm very fortunate to have a very attentive and understanding and compassionate athletic team. Um, I would love to be a little bit more present in my competitions and being able to build a strong foundation, um, recovering from an injury and learning more about myself and what it means to be an injured athlete. As far as off of the track, I would love to see some reform on Native American mascots within the NCAA. I'd also love to see gender affirming healthcare made available through my university and finishing up our trans inclusion policy I would also love to see an investment in our adaptive athletes and creating an accessible space. And eventually in the far future, I would love to see an option to put pronouns on my uniforms to demonstrate my allyship and also to normalize uh, using pronouns. Awesome, and you mentioned earlier the power of proximity. Can you dig a little deeper into what that means to you? When I talk about the power of proximity, I do think um, directly about my community. You know, what does it mean when I was the first student athlete from my tribal high school to sign a letter of intent? Well, it means that when I come back to my hometown and I'm anywhere really within my, uh, within my tribe or within my reservation and a student from my tribal school might come up and tell me their new PR and track. There are only three state champions in my high school, my tribal high school. Um, all of which are from women's track and field. And the power of proximity to me is showing all of those young indigenous girls who want to be athletes that not only can we be athletes in our sports, but we can be state champions. Even though sometimes it might feel like we're alone in DEI work, that I have an incredible community to reach into, it reminds me of just how powerful we can be when we move together. Thank you again to Rosalie for sharing her story and using her time as a college athlete to build a better future for her community. And that does it for this edition of the College Sports Conversations presented by the NCAA. Thanks for joining us today and we look forward to talking to you again.